So welcome to another toolkit episode of the MYP show. And today what we're going to be talking about and focusing on is the podcast marketing checklist. And the name of the show is the 10 things you need to do to grow a successful show. And I mentioned before I started the recording on our live stream that these really came as a way to help our clients understand what was most important, what they needed to do in order to get the train going or what we needed to do before we could really start to see some results. And so these things are gonna really just kind of kind of hit them quickly. And then if you guys have questions, throw those in the comments, or if you're catching us on the podcast, we'd love to have you find me on LinkedIn so that you guys can get your questions answered as well. So let's jump right in. So the first one is, is podcast platforms. And this is something that people can do when they're first getting their show set up, but it's also something that you can do once your show's already been published. And what I really like about podcasts is that there is a way for you to upload your show. You create one show and then that show can go to a bunch of different places. It can go to iTunes, it can go to Spotify, it can go to Anchor, it can go to Podbean, it can go to Stitcher, Google Podcasts, you can go to Amazon Music, Pandora. There's more and more podcast platforms that are being created. It feels like every day. This is great news for podcast hosts, but you want to make sure that your show is on those different ones. And a lot of hosting platforms will make it easy to get on those different platforms, but there are a few that you have to do some work, right? You have to do some manual labor for. There are a few that you have to try and get approved for. And so it's really important to know that, yes, Apple is going to be a significant, very significant part of your listens, right? Spotify is another big player in the game, but a lot of these other platforms are going to be a big contributor to your overall downloads and listens. And so getting on those platforms is really, really, really important. Now, the second thing that you want to have dialed in is your podcast thumbnail. And this might be your logo, your cover art. People call it a variety of different things. But that thumbnail is that square that people see when they are going through their podcast app to click on your show. And what I really encourage you to do is think about that as like, that's your front door, right? That's your book cover. And unfortunately, people only have a podcast cover and their title to judge it by. So people say don't judge a book by its cover. That's all really people are judging the podcast by. And so you want to make sure that you make the most use out of that real estate. And I share with our community that there's really two things that you can focus on, right? You can focus on the host, you can focus on the personality and the host and the charisma that the host brings, or you can focus on the subject matter and you can focus on the topic of the podcast because people are either going to be drawn to the host and they're going to be drawn to that person, that personality, or they're going to be interested in the topic and the subject matter. And so focusing on those two things is going to be your best bet and give you the best chance of making your podcast stand out. Now, the third one is the podcast description. Right. And this is important for a couple of reasons. First off, if you want to attract new listeners, you're going to have to be able to let those people know what your show is about before they click on and listen. You really only have your title, like I mentioned before, your cover art, and then your description to a lesser degree. Now, yes, some people are going to read the description, but the description is really important for SEO and search. Your description, you want to make sure that you fill it with keywords, that you use all of the real estate and all of the, the maximum kind of the maximum characters that you can, because that's going to help you rank in all of these different searches platforms, whether it be Google or whether it be on the iTunes platform or the Spotify platform, your description is going to be a large part of where they draw that SEO from. And so making sure that you utilize that space to your advantage is also important as well. 
Now, once you've got that set up, your podcast and being on the platform is obviously very important and a big part of your success. But what I think a lot of shows don't realize is that your success comes just as much from what you do off of the platform. And so I've seen shows that have a logo or they have a thumbnail, but they don't really have a brand. And once you take it outside of that square, their show's brand starts to fall apart. And so making, I put a podcast banner here because that banner can be used in a lot of different places. You can put it on your YouTube channel. You can put it on your Facebook page. You can put it on your website, right? This banner is going to be distributed in a a variety of different places, but making sure that you can take your logo and your cover art and then that you can easily turn it into a banner is going to make sure that you have design assets that are ready and at the helm and also make sure that it's possible to even do that because you might find that, oh man, I have to think through, well, what does my logo look like in this form or looks good here, but it doesn't necessarily look good in this version. So you might have some decisions to make about your branding based on all of the different ways and all of the different uh, capacities that it's going to show up. The next one is the podcast website. And this is something that I've found as I've marketed podcasts becomes more important as you start to cultivate a community. And as you start to want to monetize a show, your website becomes even more important. And the biggest reason is because it allows you and gives you an opportunity to collect emails or add them to your database, whether it be emails or text messages, but getting people into and onto your contact list and into your listener database is going to be so huge. And we're going to talk about that. That's actually a future one, but it's really hard to do that if you don't have a website. And so websites give you a lot more flexibility. They give you a lot more opportunities to sell things, like I mentioned, collect information. And a lot of hosting websites will give you a website. And those are great to have. They help with search rankings. You can obviously send people there to be able to listen to stuff. But if you want to really sustain a show, cultivate a show, excuse me, cultivate a community, then having your own website is going to be really, really important. And so that's something to think about as well. The next one is YouTube, and this might be a counterintuitive thing because you say you're a podcast, but YouTube is one of the most popular places that people listen to podcasts for a variety of reasons. Maybe they just, you know, they stream their podcasts on YouTube. Maybe they put it on their computer while they're working or cleaning. Some people, I, I know I do, I watch YouTube on TV, you know, on my television, on my fire stick. And so having your podcast just available on YouTube is going to just add to your, it's just going to add to your downloads. It's just going to add to your views. One of the clients that we're working with right now, what's interesting is their episodes are, they just tend to get better views than some of their shorter segments because people just watch and listen to the episodes on YouTube. And so that's a, you know, a natural carryover, but it also works the other way where you can start to build a channel that's independent of just your podcast. And so there's a lot of ways to be able to do that. So the next thing, uh, and we're kind of getting into, you know, we're just kind of hitting these really, really quick and making sure that you kind of know an overview of all the different ways that all the different things that go into marketing a podcast. And so what we're trying to do ultimately is we're trying to increase downloads. We're trying to increase listeners. But most importantly, we're trying to cultivate a community, really develop connections and relationships with these listeners because that's what's going to keep them listening. That's what's going to allow you to monetize them. And so after branching out to YouTube, the next place that we recommend for every show to really start to foster 
and cultivate a community and a following is on Instagram. And one of the biggest reasons is because you can create a page for your show that can communicate directly with your listeners. It's hard to do that on YouTube. It's hard to do that on Facebook. But Instagram specifically, you can create a page for your show and then you can send a direct message from your show to your listener. And once again, that creates all of these opportunities to create a relationship, create a connection, offer any monetization opportunities, send them reminders about the show. All these different avenues open up because you can go directly from your show to the listener. And that you can do on Instagram, as well as one of the other ones that we talk about, which is TikTok. And you can do similar things on there. But the next one, once Instagram is, is a little challenging because it's pretty saturated, right? There's not a lot of opportunity to go just viral like you could several years ago. You can do that, however, on platforms like LinkedIn and TikTok. And these are platforms where organic reach is still really possible where going viral is still happens regularly and it can be a strategy not to go viral but to understand that you can get outside of your current followers on instagram it's really challenging to get your content seen outside of your current followers on youtube that can happen to an extent but linkedin and tiktok are really places where if you're creating good content if you're creating content that resonates with a particular niche or a particular audience the platform will help you by distributing and amplifying that content to that niche it's actually in their best interest right linkedin wants to show good content to their users because it keeps users coming back. TikTok wants to show good videos to their users because similarly they have good experiences and they come back. And so we don't always recommend that LinkedIn and TikTok are both because usually the business or the show caters to an audience that fits one platform rather than the other. But we do, if there is not a paid strategy, right? If there's not a, a paid advertising strategy, that LinkedIn and TikTok, it becomes a part of the organic strategy and the organic ways to be able to generate more listeners. Thanks for listening to the MYP show. We know that there are a ton of podcasts that you could be listening to, and we are grateful that you chose some time to spend with us today. If you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, just search for me, Hector Santi Esteban. Make sure you're subscribed to the show, and we'd always love for you to leave a comment or rating so that other people can find it as well. We hope you're having an amazing day, that you're safe and thriving, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the MYP show.